0: Congratulations. Congratulations! You're listening to Congratulations Pine Tree, the Bay's number one arts and culture podcast with me, Kate Rhodes. And me, Maysoon
1: Wazwaz.
0: Oh, Maysoon.
1: Kate's I, at a uh, carnival.
0: <laughs> i found the loudest mall in the world to try to record it. And um, we want to give a huge thank you to our sustaining donors, Jim Prosser and Anonymous. And uh, we want to apologize to them. May soon you get down to brass tacks. I'm just going to take everything outside.
1: Um, yesterday, Kate, I went to a performance, which I think they're trying to they're trying to present again, so every listeners can keep their eye out or ear out for it. But I went to a dance performance out at Fort Funston, which is over there in the southern Sounds part, great. Of, southern part of San Francisco, right there on the Osh. And um, thank you so much. It was by this with this dance group called uh, Patel. May soon, do you hear me better now? Yeah, uh, I think so. Keep talking. Now I'm on the freeway. <laughs> oh my! You're doing God. great. How is this going to even be something? <laughs> oh no! I put my phone right next to the recorder. The dance company was called Patel Dance Works, and as I said earlier, before Kate interrupted us about the freeway, um, it was a dance piece on at over at Fort Meade, Fort. Sorry, Fort Funston, which is the area that I have always known as where people take their dogs. How do you for a even walk. get
0: out there, Mason?
1: Well, yeah, Ken and I went. My uh, friend of the show, Ken Lowe, and friend I friend of the
0: show, Ken Lowe.
1: We took a lift out there. We
0: should give him an official title.
1: We should give him an official title. We don't talk about him that much. Uh-huh. Uh, we took a lift out there. We got dropped off on the side of the highway, <laughs> literally. Uh-huh. And then we kind of found
0: a little spot over here.
1: Okay. And then we started to hike up the pathway. And um, we looked at the map on the Eventbrite. You know how you can put like a pin in a map for the location of something? So we took the map on the Eventbrite as like where the location was, which is basically in between these two batteries at the park. And so we start trying to walk there. And then... (laughs) we're sort of like Ken's like I don't think this is right this is kind of weird I don't know it's probably not at the pin I'm like well why would you put a pin in something if it's not the accurate location because I was just feeling we were both feeling confused but also kind of on the verge of running late for this performance so we were a little bit panicky and then Ken finally read the instructions of like where the performance was going to be which was by the way at the very end of the event right like all the way at the bottom past like the accessibility information past the like you know, don't get poison oak information. past the like, <laughs> keep your dog on a leash well, information. Don't get
0: poison oak is should be. It was
1: past like night. wear shoes that you can walk in information. It was I past the important. like. There's going to be steps that you should be able to. I mean, you know, I guess traverse. the address. Not even the address, the location in a park. You're in a park, basically. A huge, a very large park. And you have no idea where to go. It could be anywhere. Finally, we realized it's at the main parking lot. Ken and I didn't drive there. So we weren't in the main parking lot. We got literally got chopped off at the side of the highway. Oh, my. (laughs) So we're like, okay, let's try to find the park. It was was, the first part of it was very funny because we were just trying to find our way. Anyhow, all that to say, we found it. We found the parking lot. We found all the people standing around. We checked in. We said hi. We put our masks on. It was a lovely day out at the ocean. It was overcast and misty and dreary and so windy and so gorgeous. It was amazing. It was my favorite. Wow. So the performance, again, by with this Patel dance group, starts in the parking lot on this like concrete platform like you know maybe it's like eight to inches to a foot off the ground you know above the ground and it's surrounded by cars like just cars parked and the dancers Uh there's two dancers that come out in like blue you know a blue top blue hand-dyed top and pants blue Uh hand-dyed pants and um, they do this kind of like close mostly just like standing next to each other like they didn't move on the platform actually at all they just kind of they, I mean they did they didn't move around the platform they just stood still and kind of did this kind of like relational movement to, to with one another um which was okay Wait, what does that look like uh what does that it look just like? looked like pushing and pulling and cradling and go like moving up and down and
0: not exactly contact improv
1: no, I think this there there was contact improv in the second part. Um after this after this this kind of like introductory maybe. Um introductory sort of piece. Um and I the whole time I was there I was sort of like this is so hard to concentrate on because you're literally in a parking lot, <laughs> you know. Whoa. It's just oh. one of those things where it's like I feel like I've been to a number and I I'm going to be the first person at any performance that happens outside of an arts venue like i'm all for it i want yeah, everyone to that. do it you like weird all the fucking shit. time do the you weirdo go shit under
0: the bed on the uh, under the bed you want to go in the water go in the cave
1: hop in a tree you want somebody
0: giving you a fucking map and a flashlight i want a map and, and a flashlight a i want to have bug spray i'm
1: going to have my sunscreen out don't even worry if you need I'm ready. I'll take a trial. Be there. I'm going to dig a tunnel. What do you need me to do? I'm there. I'm there for it. I really am. Okay, I Maizun, love it.
0: People are going to hold you to this. If people <laughs> are like, damn, I got a challenge for this weirdo. Yeah. Give us a call. 419-351-6606. You can tweet us at Pine Tree Podcast or you can email us. Congratulations. Pine Tree at gmail.com. OK, I, go ahead. Maizun. I want to
1: say wherever you've landed is really good for sound.
0: Oh, thank you. It's okay. I'm great. like in what I think is the mall employee smoking area.
1: <laughs> perfect. That's perfect. It sounds yes. great. Very protected okay, from fantastic. the wind. So yes. I just I was just feeling like no fault of the dancers, but it it's so I feel like it's so hard to compete against like the natural world in any arts context in some ways. Like The truth is then that nature is the
0: best. It's the best thing <laughs> to be of. in. It's the best thing to look at. Yeah. And art can't hold a fucking candle well, to it. I and just, that's why you need to put art in a complete void. I just feel like, even
1: no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> For I just it to think register. I just think that you need, I don't feel, I feel like you need to consider your surroundings more closely when you're not in, like, a white box gallery. You know what I mean? Like, what was the concept here? Fault Lines is a multidisciplinary collaboration with queer and Asian performance artists, experimental composers, and a visual artist. So the visual artist is the one who designed the costumes. In this unprecedented moment... We witness the ongoing pandemics entrench inequity and erode the already brittle infrastructure we stand up stand upon. The tectonic forces, so this is sort of going back referencing this idea of fault lines. Fault lines. The tectonic forces of xenophobia, orientalism, homophobia, and transphobia collide with climate catastrophe, leaving us oh dancing my God. on unstable ground. Fort okay. Funston is uniquely positioned upon a bluff that is made up of sedimentary sedimentary rocks that formed along the San Andreas Fault Line over the last two million years. So that's sort of like the general um, idea. So when they
0: were dancing, was it kind of like, woo,
1: we're in an earthquake? No, not. Mm. Oh, okay. It wasn't a literal. It wasn't literal. No, because I think the fault lines, they're talking more about like like our... It's conceptual. It's conceptual. They're tying fault lines, this sort of like rupturing.
0: societal, societal Rupturing with
1: our current social... Issues. Yes. Right. Yes. Like xenophobia, right. orientalism, homophobia, transphobia, right. all the things. Right.
0: Yeah, I got that. But so they weren't kind of like, whoa, the earth is shaking.
1: No, no. And I feel like the no, first, the first part. That would be two on the nose.
0: May soon. Two one to one, as they say. Correct.
1: But the first okay. part. I mean,
0: I wouldn't mind seeing oh people goodness. shaking all over the place.
1: <laughs> Are you done yet? Can I finish saying no, something? No, go ahead. I spent too much time with my dad. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. The first part, so with the two dancers on the platform in the parking lot, so they were more like, I feel like that was more like embracing and care and like holding one another and soft and slow moving. And you know what I mean? That's kind of the vibe that was giving. Yeah. And then we kind of moved like the dancers, those those two dancers led us to another area closer to the ocean that was kind of like an overlook, like an overlook area with this weird metal structure that was kind of eroding. The Be Overlook careful. had a had a fence, so you didn't fall over. But
0: what was the metal structure? Something that the artists made? No, because I, I think Fort
1: there. Mason. I mean, Fort Funston also has like a military background. So there's all yes. these weird. There's like batteries and weird yeah, there's military a lot of things. Shit there. It's beautiful there. It is gorgeous, but I don't know what this thing was. It was like concrete with like, you could see this like metal eroding through. Okay, but it's always there. It's it's always there. It's like, you know, it's like a platform. The dancers got on and off of it. It raised them up probably, I'd say at least four feet significantly, you know. But um, could you see their feet still? Yeah, for sure. Okay. You could see them at all times. Um, I mean, but could you see their feet? Yes, you could see their feet. Okay. Good. Yeah, you sure? Good. So it starts with like you know, initially we're all standing along. They have us put our head on the wooden railing on the oh. cr- on the walkway, and that was just because Whoa. one of the there was like a I don't know what it is, but you could feel hear the sound like a low bass rumbling Whoa. along, the, like from there. So there were two musicians, Shole Askari and Rachel Austin, um, who oh, were doing sound.
0: Okay yeah
1: okay now i get the picture and that was maybe maybe that was more of like the rumbling right the that was maybe more uh-huh. tied to the fault the actual fault lines oh
0: ho, 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 right oh. so you could hear that
1: and feel that and then but we also got so the
0: rumbling the rumbling of of the oppressed rising up the, hopefully against the oppressor yeah i'm right? into
1: that one let's do maybe. it maybe Maybe, yeah, maybe. Okay. I think we could read it. I could think we could read that into it for certain. And okay. then we got moved to in the same area. So this is like in the walkway. Then we got moved to like the overlook area where you're literally standing. We have your hands on like a wooden, you know, ledge or whatever that you're overlooking the ocean. You're above the beach. Yes. So kind of on the cliff's edge overlooking the ocean. It's gorgeous. It's windy as fuck. People are like putting their like hats and gloves and jackets on. Their windbreakers are doing all the things. Oh my goodness. And then you look over the edge and you see three new dancers kind of at like they're probably spaced I would say I want to say 10 to 15 feet apart apart from one another and they're doing uh-huh. different different movements. It just got crazy yeah. where you are. And it did? yeah, what? it's fine. I don't know. You hear and, the wind? Yeah, I think maybe wind. Are you hearing the wind? And then so like one dancer looked like they were doing kind of like bird movement, right? Like really like widespread arms, like beautiful kind of like mo- like movement, like you would imagine a bird like hovering or floating through. Why were they being birds? Pelicans? I don't know. Anyhow. Okay. Why would there be birds? Because it's the ocean. There's birds everywhere. No, why everywhere.
0: were they being birds? I don't know.
1: I'm just saying. Because of for- Pelicans? For, so there there are three dancers doing that over on uh-huh. the bluff, and that was really beautiful to see. And that okay, I feel really like that good. was maybe some of the strongest – that was maybe okay. the strongest work for me where I feel like they were uh, using the landscape in a way that made sense to me <laughs> to tell a okay. story. So it didn't feel as, like, hard to, like – Arbitrary. Yeah, it just felt like it made sense there, and maybe that's my problem. Maybe I maybe things don't always need to make sense, and that's something I have to think about, which is fine. And then the dancers sort of came up to the platform where we were all standing, and they did. Uh There was lots of vocalization, there was lots of breathing, like vocalizing your breath. There was these three dancers were very good dancers. I, you, you know, they were very trained and had really strong movements and were fully. In control of everything they were doing it was really lovely to watch them actually and they there's a lot of contact improvisation improvisation and sort of like dancers moving each other around or um yeah I mean it, it was beautiful there I uh-huh. feel like that smaller space felt more appropriate than like the big parking lot space the parking lot space really felt kind of out of place in my for me um yeah so it was interesting uh, I think that they want to continue presenting it, um, and they're looking for funding, and maybe they'll do it again at Fort Funston, or maybe they'll find another. Probably probably not. I think it's sort of built for that space, but... Sure enough. Um, you know, there's a couple Mason. of dancers I'm curious to, like, learn more about their personal practice as performers, so I'm, I, I get to, like, you know, follow up and see what they're what else they're doing. Anyhow, so that was an interesting experience is what I'm going to finish saying. And overall score... I don't like scoring. You know that about me. I know, but I will say, I will say Ken, I can give you Ken's perspective also. It's like he was, he said the most impactful times for him was when he just had his eyes closed and he was like feeling and hearing the wind and the, the, the sound element that was there. So I think for him, maybe the dance piece wasn't, the dance element of it wasn't as impactful as the sound and like the, just the natural wind sounds of the birds, you know, yeah going on that was his feeling i don't score um
0: ken is a harsh critic though he's a a correspondent our
1: what should we call
0: it giving the men's perspective (laughs) i guess
1: okay okay yeah um (laughs) i will also say that there were we were right where the hang gliders take off at Fort Jesus Christ, Funston, so like the having performance, a dance
0: performance in the middle of a freaking Mardi Gras.
1: During the performance, the hang gliders were like floating or passing by. And so that was, I was kind of, I don't, I mean, it was cool to see because it's just a fucking but crazy But just like, sport. it's just
0: like a day at Fort Funston, like.
1: Oh, of course, that's what it is. Yeah. They didn't like, yeah. you know, there were people walking their dogs and then they'd have to stop and be like, should I go through? And we were like, no, don't go through. Don't be an asshole. And then there was, yeah. like, people who had, to, like, the dogs would go through because <laughs> everything, oh, every my. dog is off leash, right? So the dogs would go yeah. through, and then they'd have to, like, quickly, like, you know, the whisper call, like, hey, come back here, get back here, like that kind of call. Yeah. They'd have to do that, and then they'd put their dog on the leash to try to, like, you know, <laughs> it was, it was kind of, it was cute. I mean, I like that. Yeah. Okay, well. So, okay, so we'll, so that's the final score. Okay, then. you need me to... I would say I'd give it like a... Uh, like a... I keep... I'm like... Okay, No, like you a, don't
0: have to give a number. You can give like a oh, color and a oh, shape. Oh, color. Number. Okay,
1: yeah, yeah. Thank you. Okay, or that's a helpful. sound. Mm, you forgot
0: your own scoring system oh
1: thank you i love i love my scoring system thank god for the different scoring system i'm okay. gonna give it um let's see what's ai i'm gonna give it a sort of like chartreuse yellow green
0: okay well whoever is updating the wiki please make sure you take note of that okay maysoon another thing that we did was we went to several mfa shows
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, should we kind of try to get into that? Okay, ready? Okay, ready. Whew. We went to UC Berkeley's MFA show, yes, which we did. had the artists Irma Barbosa, Jericho De La Rose, Eniola Anil. Fakila, Juniper Harrower, Faye Pan, Tiari Rebeau, and Samuel Will- Wildman.
1: Wildman? Wildman. Wildman.
0: Okay, and I think for both of us, the main thing was they don't give these students enough space.
1: I mean, that's a lot of students. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven students for what looked to be, what, a and 15 a little by teensy,
0: 10? a 20 foot? Yeah. Is that
1: a 20 foot by 10 foot space? It's a little tiny space, and that's where it's they had teeny, it last tiny. year. And, and we're talking like um, big, and there's like, there were at least three. Large-scale installate, like site-specific installations, in there. Yes, right. People there's the middle piece. Super
0: vertical. I think in response to having the limited um, yeah. footprint of the gallery, and that like was do a that. little rough stuff to deal with. Because I think a lot of these artists, if they had a little more uh, leg room, would have um they work would have sung a little more i well,
1: think also like why can't they use like the whole know, seated the seated area you know like the not that that's like ideal but like i wonder if they open yeah, up other parts of the say gallery the
0: listener let's say to the listener so this show takes place in bam in the berkeley art museum in just one gallery, the one that's kind of when you walk in the entry and you walk towards the, the book bookshop, yeah. But then you do a sudden right turn and then a sudden left turn
1: <laughs> into Sharp. a
0: pretty small gallery space. Yeah, that's where they got these seven MFA um, graduates uh, crammed in there. And I gotta say, Irma Juliana Barbosa um had some work that kind of spilled out and went out into that entry area and um, it was super high up and um they were hard and, to see
1: from there they were kind of secret yeah but, but i think, I think that, that was, was a good
0: that was a good way to get out of the space they also yeah. had like a huge installation with these like um calcified <laughs> rags with cochineal dye yeah. And stuff that was like an installation in the corner. I feel like last year too, like On Lee had this very vertical sculpture for the MFA mm-hmm. show. They're really forcing them to go vertical. Um, Sam Wildman Wildman Wildman. Um, also also had very vertical um, had I think this piece was one of my favorite in the show were these um, night lights. The fire night, the flame, the flame, flame night lights. Crawling up the wall. And so he, like, added to the wall all these outlets, and the night lights were, like, crawling up the wall, like flames, licking flames, crawling up the wall. And then had a video of, um, like, a forest that had had a wildfire. And there was on a burned out tree stump, kind of,
1: was a paper towel um, dispenser. A paper towel dispenser, Like auto, an automatic one where you like slide your just hand underneath and it goes. Just blowing in the wind
0: with a long thing of paper towels. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then you would see hands coming in holding like charred wood trying to clean, trying to clean the it. wood yeah. with the paper towels. It was very unpleasant to watch just because of the dry on dry Ooh, God, of you could the just brown feel that. paper towel. It feels yeah. awful, but I thought it was, um, I thought that... That piece was pretty strong to me. That one stuck with me. And then he also had these weird little soap dish things, these sculptures of like a porcelain. They look kind like, of like arms, wall though, fixture, didn't they? Soap dish that have this long trunk coming off, like a yeah. penis, but also like a
1: glory hole. Um, that, oh, was that, that was very bodily. Okay. I don't they know what was like, going like, on they with that. They look like arms to me. I was like, why is so long? I don't understand. Yeah. But.
0: Jericho Delarose also had a very vertical installation of these
1: like satin um what would you call those? Like bunting? I don't think was it satin? I thought it was more like uh like mesh. Um they Do were shiny parts
0: were shiny satin and I have photos here. Okay. There good. was from the ceiling hanging these like um three tiers of <laughs> of um of diminishing size, so the biggest one on top, middle and small.
1: <laughs> the tier, of I would draped, say.
0: Of draped shiny satin over what looked like, I don't know what that those things were on the bottom, but they looked like soft sculpture pedestals, kind of, hmm. um, like coming up from the ground. And then at the bottom of those was more of this like pastel um, pink, blue, purple, and yellow um, satin. That was interesting. And then hanging down from all of this, because the satin that hanging from the ceiling is almost kind of like a chandelier or something. And at the bottom hanging down were these like toy locket things. Okay. Um, and I can't remember the, it's the, in the materials list on the placard. It just said found objects. But I'm like, were some of those like Sailor Moon or something? I knew they were from some cultural thing. Like some media, I think.
1: Wait, which um, piece which I found my picture. Which piece are you talking about? Yeah, now? the
0: thing hanging at the very bottom of the part that's hanging from the ceiling, there were these lockets like oh, necklaces. Oh
1: I see. Yeah, yes. but they were
0: plastic. I think they were from some show or some intellectual property that I was like, Oh, if I knew what that was from, I bet I would be laughing right now. And the um and the piece was called Best title, okay, of the of the show. Maybe my thesis was The Friends I Made Along the Way.
1: <laughs> Wait, that's what it was called?
0: Uh, yeah, oh I loved God. that. And that's uh, cool I think I talked last time, Derico De La Rose just did a performance at the Wadis. So yeah. I was kind of thinking of um, her work too as um, performance work. And I don't know, this thing felt, this sculpture felt kind of performative like, there could be some kind of bodily engagement with this. Something going
1: on. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I think those three were kind of um, the ones that I was responding to the most.
1: Mm-hmm. I actually really liked the um, T.R.A.'s, uh, T.R.A. Rabot's. I liked her video work, their video work a lot. Um, there was another there was another piece that was sort of like a digital image that I, I didn't f- respond strongly to, but Um, the film piece they say in the catalog, it's Poelewe, why, um, as the water darkens, um, revolves around a weaver who slowly realizes she is being poisoned by her drinking water after a recent fuel spill at Kapukaki, which Red Hill. So this artist is, um, from Hawaii. I don't know Uh which, which island, but, um, so I just, they're, they're talking about, you know, water, water basically in all of the, the yeah. issues around water specifically probably in hawaii but also in the world in general um okay and i you know i just there was it was kind of eerie you know there's some there's sort of this sort of well this weaver character walking through the water um as it gets sort yeah. of blackened um i don't know it was it felt kind of um myth mythical you know that that video i watched it for a little while um and I sort of, I enjoyed, I enjoyed that video quite a bit, actually.
0: Okay, so Irma Juliana Barbosa, they had this piece, one of the pieces that were outside, one of the pieces that was outside of the gallery. Um, the
1: smaller pieces, the Milagros. was
0: called Milagro Suspension. And may soon I do know that Milagro is Spanish for miracle.
1: Yes. And you know, it's funny because really quickly, um, the yes. Sam Wildman, those little flame nightlights really yes, remind me of milagros also i don't think he's referencing that but they oh, remind like me the little the little like things? the little like metal like cut metal um, milagros you might find in mexico in like a shop or something they're well they're knickknacks but they're also things like if you have like a leg a leg pain you get a milagro and you hold it so it's sort of like okay
0: it's like a talisman
1: kind of like a talisman i would say Okay. But they have uh, like the flames, like the way he structured the flames in his ceramic made me think about that also. But I, I don't think he was referencing that.
0: Sure enough. So these pieces were made, okay, back to Barbosa, Irma Juliana Barbosa. Um, back to these. They were all, all of their work was very like bodily and sometimes kind of like gross and repulsive, yeah. but also visually super interesting but kind of like horrifying. There's like a, a body horror element to it almost. Mm-hmm. And so some of these, this piece in particular was made of nylon, silicone rubber, chain link fence, wire hardware, and hair. Ugh. And it looks like that. It's so intense mm-hmm. and it, but it's hanging up way high. So it's I think kind that's, of the, that's, uh, the,
1: that's sort of the unfortunate thing about that particular installation that it's, you almost can miss it, I think. Yeah, because but it's that's so okay.
0: Because then you see it and you feel a little like uh, a little ooh, surprise, I'm good a little secret surprise. Things. I'm the <laughs> Waldo King. But then, so a little bit about this sculpture. That's like seems like it got cut off of a life form or something. This sculpture is part of a pilgrimage that Irma Juliana Barbosa created as part of their installation for the MFA show. Barbosa's pilgrimage reckons with the desire to return to the motherland while subverting, the
1: journey's, <laughs> <prescriptive>. while subverting <laughs> the journeys over-romanticized subverting
0: the journeys over prescriptive connotations, prompting the viewer to veer away from a single path. These smaller installations appear in interstitial spaces as forms of interruption. I just mm. really like that thing about The desire to return to the motherland while subverting the journey's over-romanticized prescriptive connotations. (coughs) Mm -hmm. I think that's I think that's very I don't know. I think that's a welcome complication. Yeah, I can relate to that So I really liked that work. I really liked um, I don't know. I thought all the work was strong. I just felt like the kind of limitations they had for installing this stuff Put a little bit of a damper on. I think they were kind of limited in a way that hurt the exhibition a bit.
1: Yeah, let's do better next time, Berkeley. Come on, this is their one and only chance to have an MFA show. Gives
0: a fuck shit. These are contemporary (laughs) artists. Like a lot of the people coming out of Berkeley go on and like really do some wild shit. Let them go nuts. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: like I think twenty twenty they gave them more space, and I think that was a better situation.
1: I didn't go to that show. Remember
0: when it was down below?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. That was great. Was that 2020?
0: Yeah, that no. was when like Brontez and Brian Bartz and Lena Doshi and Sandra That must Ibarra, have been 2021, yeah. I think this they graduated sh- 2020, but then had the show later on.
1: Okay. Um, this show is open through July 23rd, so go have a look. Go support the MFAs. They need it. Support the
0: MFAs, you sick fucks. <laughs> why are you saying that
1: why are you so aggressive to our listeners i
0: like to okay then we went over to oh my god mason what is going on i'm having aphasia then we went over there to the mills college art museum now the mills what northwestern
1: mills college at northeastern university
0: Okay, really good. Um, And their 2023 MFA exhibition was called Murmurations. And that's up until May 28th, so you can still go see that. And the artists on view there were Yamina Abderrahim, Nana Foro, Courtney Griffith, Andrea Guskin, Thad Higa, Tian Zhang, Lynn Patterson, and Jordan... Oh, this was the one you were doing last time that you were so good at. Jordan Nohi Sianko. That sounds good. Um, so that's a lot of artists, and they got a whole goddamn museum to
1: fill up. They got the whole last that's, that's, that's literally and it's a one more. Face. That's one more artist than Berkeley, and they get the whole fucking museum. Berkeley, get it together. Berkeley, come on, you guys. What are you doing He's to these FAs students? These deserve more. It's a huge they really, part of we.
0: The viewer deserves more. Well, sure, but. I think I personally deserve one. <laughs>
1: Kate's like, I want more space to view. I want to see more I together. I got a
0: hungry eye. Mason, Aren't your eyes starving?
1: <laughs> and weren't the downstairs galleries closed? Like, get a downstairs again. That was shit. A better space, or fucking use could both do spaces. So much
0: they could have so much fun. Just mm. kidding. MFA theses are the opposite of fun.
1: They're not having okay. any fun,
0: are they? <laughs> There's no fun involved. There's no fun.
1: They're like, hurry, get me out of
0: here. Yeah. Okay. Um, But anyhow, I think my highlight, well, what were you? did you have some highlights you wanted to share with this meal? Well, I just,
1: um, I think I liked the, uh, I really liked Yamina Abdurrahim's uh, work. At the very back on the left, there was a video. Um, I think it was two
0: videos that were like well, both on the same projector. A, in I guess box. it was a video installation. Yeah, it there was was were two Your videos. Devil, Our Saint, and Oho, Rain.
1: Oh, it was two separate videos? They were, they yeah, were kind one was of like four both playing. four minutes and one was two minutes. Oh. They worked well together, I thought. hmm uh-huh.
0: Anyhow, I like. Lo- and there was one in the forest with a person in a freaky demon mask.
1: Yeah, I loved it. I I thought was good. I thought they were beautifully filmed. They l- worked great together. I love the sound element. Um, I thought you know I just think the installation in general was really strong. And then on the outside of the room, the artist also had um, these. Let me see if I can find it. Hold please. A
0: dyed cloth.
1: No, they had the um, they had these installations with um, black-eyed peas. Oh yes that were also really cool looking. Um, sorry, I thought I would just read about it and I wanted to give you more information. Oh, um, Beads of Protection references the use of black eyed peas as part of the black spiritual traditions in the American South. Th- these sculptures serve as an invocation of protection for black folks in diaspora impacted by state violence. Um, so I thought these were really beautiful um, little little sculptures as well, right outside the Yeah, video that was route. a
0: standout for me too.
1: Yeah. And then I think our other favorite one or other the other piece was at the very front, like the opposite corner at the very front of the gallery, um, uh-huh. very front of the museum. Right. Um, you want to talk about that one? That was with the
0: Tianzhang Zhang. Yeah.
1: Tianzhang Zhang.
0: Um, yeah. Well, that was interesting. So the artist was in a lot of these videos. So obviously I'm going to like that. <laughs> So one of the things was called slip hitting self, and you're just seeing the artist in like a meditation seated position.
1: Oh, that's right. Um, yeah,
0: right. And so, and then getting hit with with slip with like ceramic slip,
1: like someone like was throwing like buckets mud. of slip at the artist. Yeah, you didn't so see the well, who? Go ahead.
0: Yeah, and it was about eight and a half minutes, and uh, this is a little writing about it. The Hitting Self series was inspired by the bo- the legend of Bodhidharma, the Zen patriarch who brought Zen Buddhism from India to China. Mm. It is said that he meditated for nine years gati- gazing at the wall of a cave where his shadow was imprinted upon the wall surface. By hitting himself with these materials, I rate—oh, myself— By hitting myself with these materials, I've recreated traces of the self with acrylic ink and ceramic slip. The resulting silhouettes bring me in proximity to the legend with a bit of wit and irony. (laughs) That's pretty I think that's funny that you straight up say that in the didactic.
1: (laughs) Why though? Usually, you kind of let them well. You get it. You get it. Yeah. Find that you know. Well, I guess I'm a didactic. It's, it's one seem... thing to put it like maybe in a catalog where you're not with the work immediately. You're just trying to understand yeah. the work, but to put it where you're with the work, yeah, you're right. That's funny.
0: I think that all these kind of artist statements in MFA stuff usually does a little over explaining. Yeah, I think that's just a hazard
1: of the course. Well, I think it's also the nature of didactics. Right? I thought you get
0: it. Like when you were seeing, there were a ton of videos that this artist had up, including one where they're in like a a, they're often in like the a meditation position. They also have a shaved head, so they look kind of monk-like, and they're in these kind of like unusual situations, like in front of a freight train and and all these kinds of things. So um, I think the viewer got the humor in it for sure.
1: Especially the Without throwing of the, the slip was kind of hysterical. But what was nice about yeah. that piece is that they also had the installation of like the backdrop. So like the white canvas backdrop with the dried slip on it, and then the outline yeah. of where the where the artist was sitting. That yeah. was also installed in the exhibition, so you got to see the video and then across like behind the video was also the I like that. I like that kind of stuff. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then but my other highlight was that Higa did this big installation that was all about like the digital world. I couldn't, and,
1: like, I couldn't access that. And then I well, was, was like, I don't know.
0: Super <laughs> saturated, like super, like just, it was like a whole wall covered in wheat paste of like all this internet. It looked like a overcrowded desktop of a computer with yeah. like pop-up ads and weirdo shit and like ads for shit and like promising you all these things. Um, that piece was called Map of the Universe. And then there was this table with, like, a weird triskelly pattern, like three tendrils coming out of a central core table thing. And then in the middle of it was this printed paper scroll that had, like, assy art, like, like printed um, characters, like, you know, different keystroke you know what I'm talking about I don't know
1: what you're talking about
0: <laughs> okay so ASCII art is like back in the day when you were like before you could really easily put a image online you would like make images out of like punctuation marks and things like that like oh, oh, different okay. keystroke like characters yeah, yeah. like characters of type <laughs> type
1: characters <laughs> I understand
0: you know what I'm saying? And so there was like a printed paper scroll with ASCII art and you could kind of use these, the wooden columns it was on to like, you know, advance the scroll. And then you also could use, it was on a turntable that you could spin. And I think there was some new other element to that that was like an electronic thing that was supposed to happen but i couldn't trigger whatever that was like it was all plugged into the wall Mm. and so like the one wall with all the wheat paste had an electrical cord that came out to that table and then went out from the table to this other thing that looked like a self-portrait or something all made of collage of like scans and other printouts and shit that part i felt wasn't as strong but i don't know just all the fucking like having like the internet spill out into the real world was kind of interesting to me
1: mm-hmm. well,
0: and the people I was the visiting the show
1: a... with rushed me through so I didn't have a chance to really spend time oh that wow were the people being so impatient with you I just yeah I feel like I wanted to spend a little more time and they're like, like you we gotta go real assholes
0: mm, than they, soon-
1: they just might be more maybe they're just quicker than I am
0: no nah, sounds like they were just uh, the type of people that you should
1: not be going to an art show with <laughs> Keep that in mind for next time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so those were our highlights for Mills. Um, That show's still up. If you have a chance, go check it out. Get over to Mills. Get in the hot tub.
1: Yes, go Um, to the pool. What is it, $5? Get your $5 and go to the fucking pool. It's absolutely gorgeous.
0: Yeah. And even though we didn't talk about every single artwork we saw at all these MFA shows, we do want to say congratulations to all the grads students. Huge congratulations
1: to and, all of
0: them. And, you know, good luck. Fuck, man. It's a fucking nightmare out here. Okay. And then we went to, we both went to the SF State MFA show, which just recently closed. And they had Mel Northern, Sun Park, Leonard Reidelbeck, Sanaz Safanasab, Giovanni Soto, Owen Takabayashi, and that's all of them. How many is that? One, two, three,
1: four, seven, five,
0: six, seven. That's the lucky number these days.
1: And that is okay. that took place in their um, the what do they call the art gallery there, right? The Fine Arts Gallery in
0: yeah. the entire
1: space, so, also. And they had a beautiful catalog. <laughs> the catalog. I was wanted us to score the catalogs from all the all the MFA shows.
0: Oh yeah. Well, I don't know. They were all pretty good to my eye. No. Y- who had the bad one?
1: Mills. Mills? Yeah, well, that's Oh, true. wait. I took the museum copy. Shit.
0: Sorry, Mills. Fucking oh, hell. Oh, no, Maysoon. <laughs> you're the bad one. How did I do that?
1: I don't know. You're a little baddie. Well, they just had it printed on like, it was really poorly designed. Really poorly designed. Oh, Maysoon.
0: Designed. What? I want to apologize to Mills. Okay.
1: Wait, um, I can't say that? No, say it. Say it loud. Say it proud. I just feel like, you know, the, we I have three MFA catalogs here. I think, you know. I think Berkeley, SF State gets the gold medal. Berkeley did a pretty good job. They have like, you know, they yeah. used a thicker cardstock paper were for the cover. I had to
0: pay five bucks for this.
1: You know what? Those MFA students are paying so much money. Give them a free I catalog. I had pay five bucks to for
0: SF State. No, you I didn't. I had pay
1: five bucks. Yeah, I did. I didn't. You didn't Why pay did you anything? Pay for no.
0: Well, but did Sun give you one?
1: No, I just asked for one,
0: and they were like, "Here you go." Yeah, but who was there? See, I wasn't like throwing my weight around as a member. It was of at the, the opening. Oh, okay. Sure enough,
1: maybe Kevin got me one. I don't know. See, I was just given a little. It's a nice
0: little donation, I guess.
1: Okay, but here's some things that stood out. Did you want to Anyhow, say more about the catalog? Yeah. So, yeah, okay. Berkeley <laughs> did a pretty good job. They at least used cardstock. It's one a single sheet folded in half. They had a secondary color in there. Each in artist, if it in my backpack, each artist had a color photo along with a half-page essay. Mills was just um, copy paper printed, really like too much space between the lines. It was just no no color images, no images at all for the artists. It just was not. I don't know. I didn't love it. And then the SF, SF State catalog was a little larger. It was kind of bigger, maybe not. It would, you need a bigger bag to fit it, but it was gorgeous, like, yeah. like a special type font for the cover, color, color cover, color cover. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The, each artist had two full spreads. So there's an essay written by Dion Lee for each artist, which is awesome. And then like multiple color images. And that was designed by the, I think, the design program in SF State. So it's kind of cute. I think it's cool to have like SF the two. SF
0: State is really...
1: And the State's very the best.
0: flip, <laughs> taking over as the top MFA program
1: in the Area. I think so. I truly think so. Really? Yeah. That's a
0: hefty thing to say.
1: Well, I think
0: it is. I said it, though. You and said you it. I agree co-signed. with it. you co-signed. You co-signed. Okay, so a few highlights for me. Leonard Reidelbach had these... Um, <clears throat> What the hell were they? They were like silkscreen and gouache on black paper. These big like print painting things. But what I loved most about them was they were hung on, they had grommets at the corner. So there were tons of these, these like print paintings. And then they were all connected by these little metal chains that were oh, yeah. um, going through the grommets and um you know it was showing like one was called sea of fags so it's like it's like queer and trans people like partying hanging out being having a good time i mean i interpreted it as them having a good time
1: i think so sea of fags also sounds like i think they were like having a good time yeah
0: yeah and but anyhow so there were they were connected by these grommets that were then that had these little chains like the kind of chain you have a keychain on but it's like balls you know like uh-huh. little tiny balls you know what i'm talking about and they clasped kind of, yeah, yeah. together with this funny little clasp
1: <clears throat> oh yeah and those so little, it was the like very
0: dainty but also kind of like something very queer about that mm-hmm. <laughs> and it also had like um figures jumping into the water um you know the titles were kind of Cheeky, they they say cheeky here in the description. Mm-hmm. Some of the titles were Three Holes, Two Feet, One Guy. Yeah. Um, sea of Fags. I mean, Sea of Fags, that's right up there.
1: <laughs> the one I, thing yeah, I will I say about that, that installation is that I yes. I went there on the opening, should I even say this? <laughs> oh oh I love that installation, and I mean, I, I like that piece a lot. And I I was there on the opening, and uh-huh. something happened. So I don't know if you noticed. There's the two. There were the two pieces. Um, uh-huh. I'm trying to figure. Out. They were like um, f- velvet, framed, uh, stretched velvet. Oh, okay. Fiber reactive dye. I don't think I did notice wood. the
0: velvet on the other okay. wall.
1: Like where there's the big oh, figure yeah. kind of falling. There's those two canvases uh-huh. on the wall. Did, mm-hmm. If you looked, I was so I was looking at those, and I noticed that there was like, what do you call it? Like you could see through them, through them oh. into another world, <laughs> like into another what space, a third space. I'm
0: just saying, a third space. Saying, I'm just saying, third space. Yeah.
1: So basically, the pieces there was the wall was cut out, uh-huh. and so and there was an installation on the Wait, other are side. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. What are you telling me? Um. I wonder if they have any writing about it, because I actually don't. Unfortunately, my memory of that is I as I was looking through those, the artist took one of the pieces off the wall, climbed into the hole (laughs) during the opening, right? Which I'm like, oh, no, (laughs) climbed into the hole and then turned on. I think like one of the lights wasn't on or the gel wasn't attached properly or something. So oh. he's basically doing like an adjustment to the piece and then climb back out of the hole and put the piece back on. And it was sort of funny, but I was also like, Oh, you just kinda gave away the secret by mistake. You know what I mean? Like There's
0: a secret? Oh well, no, just Well, wow, like I the didn't fa- notice that at all. So that right. that piece is called three holes, two feet, one guy. Velvet with screen print screen print burnout, satin with screen print burnout, dye, string of beads, thread wool or thread wood, drywall, paint and vinyl. So there was a freaky secret zone behind this shit. I had no fucking idea. But there if you was. look at the photo, you can tell that there is something behind. You can see like a darkness peeking through. Well. But so there's a light back there. Well, there. It's supposed to be blasting light out of that shit. No, I can't remember. So it's like basically a what, piece, a wall piece. There was like. And there's like, something inside.
1: I think there was like a video projection. There was some kind of movement, but I don't think it was meant for you to see clearly what it, it wasn't like right. when you're watching a movie. But there was wow. a colored light and I think some kind of like video projection happening, so it it blended with the the canvas like the piece that was on the wall but if you looked closely all of a sudden you'd realize you were looking through the piece into a deeper space which was very interesting and weird fuck yeah that's fucking my mind and it, up it, yeah my it's a, it was like a little secret a little secret and then the artist like completely unveiled it i'm like no don't no! do that and i was also like okay, why well, isn't there like a back doorway as opposed to having to climb through the hole in the wall like during i like installation. seeing somebody climb through a hole though I'm i mean yeah that. We're talking three holes, two Pine feet, one guy. Through a hole. <laughs> Maybe the artist was the third hole. I don't know. No, just kidding. Oh my. Anyhow, that piece um, was super interesting. Yes, I agree. I wish I had spent more time looking at all the work. Honestly, at that show, it's hard to go to the opening because you end up really just talking to people mostly. Um, go ahead.
0: <laughs> um, I thought also Giovanni Soto had this work, and their... um. Their like artist statement talks about as as they their artist statement talks about the ways in which cannabis has influenced my life through changing perspectives, but most important, medicinally, as a fourth generation curan, on, curandero, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: which is like a healer, appreci- basically.
0: Okay, my appreciation for the irba is shown. Through exploring its materiality through multiple mediums in my work. And now this is the artist that had that, like, this, the projection into the, like, metal tub, right? Like, in the back room. I don't know. Did you see that? No. There was a metal tub. Oh, did you not go into, there was, like, a little black box space. There was? Yeah, Where? and they had a projection into a metal tub and the metal tub had like pattern printed on it. And then it was also on top of like four cases of Modelo.
1: Oh, see, I and wish I'd I had seen that. Think, that sounds more interesting.
0: Yeah. And Aww. so and then projected down into the tub was I think somebody like washing marijuana or something wait wait like wait, wait where I,
1: I need you to tell me where this installation was so now you're telling me there's okay, another so secret n- in the show that i fucking missed? oh hell yeah there were oh, secrets man. you could
0: never imagine so next to leonard's thing were these inkjet prints you can see in the catalog um there's one titled uh generate generationis um digital scans oh yeah and i think these were portraits of the artist family, I think. Wait, I'm asking specifically
1: where the room was, though.
0: And that's (laughs) where the room was. Okay, wait. Next to Leonard's piece. Last year, what was in there was some other thing, I think, with video also. Wait, the thing is... Yeah,
1: and so you go in that door. Which way from Leonard's piece? To the left? To the left. Oh.
0: Yeah. And so if you went inside, you'd see this projection into this metal tub of the cleaning, but then also on this whole kind of sculpture that was made up by the metal tub, four cases of modello. and then on either side of the metal tub were these little like solo cups. I forget what was in the solo cups, but there was something in there. And then on to the side of that was shining this strange light that was doing kind of a black light effect. Huh. But the light was kind of pink, but man, it was shot. It, the Modelo cases were really responding to that light, and it looked psychedelic as fuck. Hmm. And then, I don't know, all that stuff was pretty wild. And then that artist was also the one that had the. Um, the piece um, called Las Hoyas de mi creencia, um, where they basically had like a tattoo, like a little setup, like a workspace for a tattoo artist, and I guess over the course of the show they were tattooing that like um, boxing dummy. Yeah, yeah, with like all these um, all these tattoos, like a cross and a cherub. And it mm-hmm. says like amor and nineteen ninety five, and all this stuff. Mason, it sounded like you weren't totally jazzed by that.
1: I don't really care about that too much.
0: <laughs> <Okay. laughs> why do you hate it so bad?
1: I didn't hate it. I just, I just didn't. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see why it was significant or important. Or I don't know. It just, it was uninteresting to me. Maybe was, it was that
0: part too stonery or something?
1: I don't know. I just I just didn't get it. I was like, why? But I wish I had known more about the person this artist's work. I feel like I didn't understand the connection to cannabis until reading the catalog. Yeah. Like the I, fact that yeah, they the that they make their, their paints with cannabis, I thought was interesting. Yeah. You know, so just a uh, part of me is like, uh, how do we make some of this information more visible as art? Like as not visible, but like how does if that's such an important part of the work, how does it become more visible without having to read yeah. a whole essay about it? You know what I mean?
0: Right. That's interesting.
1: Cuz now I just feel like, oh, I wish I could have I wish I could go back also and see the room that I somehow missed. With the projections, which might have, which might have clued me more into what the artist was doing, right? It sounds like that was maybe more, uh, had more information than the paintings. And then the paintings with the tattooed boxing dummy was sort of, I was like, I don't understand this relationship. (laughs) Why? You know, it was kind of my feel about that.
0: I want to tattoo something.
1: Right. I mean, I think that's kind of what everyone was saying. Like, oh yeah, the artist tattoos the the dummy. I'm like, okay, great. (laughs) And I was like, that's and cool. And they
0: also uh, did a nice framing of the nipples of the dummy. <laughs> um, okay, Maysoon, what about you? Was there anything else you wanted to highlight from um, the S.S. State show?
1: I liked Mel Northern's work, the little like disco cans in the corner. Mm-hmm. And then also the fountain that you mentioned earlier. I don't know, just how it was humorous. And I, I always liked the use of kind of the mundane everyday materials in sculptures and... Um it was it was lighthearted and, and fun. I enjoyed them.
0: Yeah, so they're cans um done up like disco balls, so with little mirror pieces, little square mirror pieces like in mosaic all over the cans. And also those pieces were like called Nobody's Stabies Business
1: or. Wizard Staves. Which is just funny nice. to me.
0: <laughs> really
1: good. Um and then I also really, really enjoyed uh, Sanaz's work. Mm-hmm. I just thought her installation was really beautiful. Like, they had this, um, uh, what would we call it. Did that? you
0: notice the, like, neon signs up
1: top? Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was a very eclectic thing. That was very what? Um, that was a very eclectic sculpture. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. had steel, rod, wood, paper mache, mirror, acrylic paint. Fabric, fiber, and the artist's hair—hair hair, never give up on hair. The and hair was woven into the work. So this was again yeah. a suspended sculpture, kind of a similar format as a chandelier, except it went from the ceiling all the way down to the ground. And there was and an there was also audio a sound element. element. Yeah, yep, inside that you, so you, of this thing.
1: So you'd go into the middle of it. So it's kind of like the size you of. You were
0: allowed to go inside of it. Yes. Yes. I didn't go inside of it.
1: Yeah, so okay. you go inside. It probably was big enough for, like, one or two people to stand there comfortably. And then yes. you would stand in there and hear the audio. Of course, I don't remember what the sound element is at this point. My apologies.
0: Um, It was something kind of abstract. Yeah. Um. So...
1: And yeah, then, she, so and then she also had these the, beautiful drawings, like this really gorgeous, like two wall drawing, and then this like ceramic minaret, oh yeah, all over um, the wall. The so I just thought that installation was really, really successful in general, and I really liked her work and would like to know more. You know, she's someone I probably would want to do a studio visit with. I just was interested in her work in general. Hmm.
0: And also um, that piece that was hang the hanging down big kind of like installation piece was called persian
1: word for chamber it's a six-paneled canopy woven from green red white and black fiber including the artist hair as kate said so it's sort of like the persian flag or the iranian flag is um i think green red and white so it's just Mm -hmm. using those just referencing that in that installation also Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, that was. Good I may actually
1: think a lot of the work in this show was pretty strong. Yeah,
0: SF State, you had a lot of great.
1: I think great, SF great State beats. was my top, my top. MFA SF show. State,
0: you done great.
1: Yeah, that's gonna get like a probably like a bright fuchsia color from me.
0: Wow, fuchsia! You don't get better than that.
1: <laughs> and yeah, I also really want to give a job. shout out to Sun Park, who was shout also out to
0: Sun Park, who invited us.
1: Sun Park who invited us Sun Park who was Keep recently at an SFA, us. SFA SFAC show whose installation was also incredible and like her work is so wild and
0: if you invite us, we will feel so guilty if we don't go, so inviting us really works if you want us to talk about your stuff or go to your show or whatever. Well, we did our due diligence. We saw a lot of MFA shows. We want to give a hearty apology to all the ones we didn't go to, but um, if you want us to go somewhere, you got to give us a ride. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. we really love everyone. Thank you. I'm down here in Southern California, and I have to say I miss the Bay Area. Aww. It is the number one place in Earth, and I can't wait to get home. And I also want to say thank you to everyone who sent me all the quick fixes for my mental weirdness. I have to tell you, though, that don't this is a very persistent mental weirdness, and I'm just going to go ahead and keep having it. From the bridge.
1: To the other bridge. Look, to the island in between. This has been... Congratulations, Congratulations Pine, Pine Tree. Pine Tree.